Hey, I'm Waraway. I'm piggybacking on last week's episode where we talked to Yana Yanova about her chapter from Unleash Her. I want to go back to her chapter and I want to read you something that we, t- we briefly covered in that episode, but I want to take it right back to there again. I know change may seem scary and uncertain, but ask yourself this. Have you been happy until now? If the answer is no, maybe, or even I don't know, then what do you have to lose? We only have one life, and unless you decide to live it in faith and with love, then you simply don't live. You just exist as a heavy consumer, making it day after day in survival mode. Yana and I talked about that paragraph a little bit in that episode. She continues on to say, It is the sad truth that 98 people out of 100 will choose to live as a victim instead of a creator. Don't be the 99th person. Embrace the change. Feel the power within you. Dream big. Be bold. Laugh. Love. And teach your friends and children, your grandchildren, your neighbors, and your colleagues how to leave the world of fear forever. Can you imagine how happy you would be? How more fulfilled and healthier you will be? What about the people around you? Can you imagine if all 7 to 8 billion people on earth are 1% more happy, healthy, wealthy? What would that world be like? When I read that in our episode last week, of course, I had Yana read some of that because I wanted you to hear her fantastic Scotland accent. It was amazing. But when I read this, I could only think about my friend Katie Jeffcoat. And Katie is my guest today, and I'm super excited to have her. So let me read you a little bit from Katie's bio. Katie is a happiness curator, a kindness crusader, a speaker, an author, and motivator who supports mostly women move from feeling hectic to harmonious. As a recovering trial lawyer, she knows firsthand what it feels like to have a demanding job. As an entrepreneur with a passion that lights her hair on fire and a busy family, she's in the thick of it with you. So now let me tell you about my friend, Katie. She is literally one of the most positive, happy people you'll ever meet. She is super smart. She's incredibly organized. She is so creative. I just could go on and on, and I can't wait for you to meet her. And you're going to get to know her really well because this one episode turned into two fantastic episodes. So this is part one, and you'll get part two in just a few days. But I met Katie about six years ago. We were at an event together, and let's just say the event was not the greatest event ever. However, when you go out to do events, if you've done events in your own business, what you know is it's meeting people is the one of the most wonderful thing about events. If you ever go to events and you have in your own business, never think it's a waste of time or a waste of your money because you just never know what's going to come out of it. I ended up finding a friend, a mentor, even a business partner for a bit and an everyday encourager for me at this little event that was probably four hours from her house after she sat through DC traffic to get to Hampton Roads, Virginia. And there we were And we made the best of it. Absolutely had a blast. And six years later, here we are. I'm in her Facebook community that's full of all kinds of positive vibes. We meet every week on Coffee Chat and we call it the coziest little coffee shop online. And it's just great to be able to to know her and have her in my life. And she's just an amazing friend. She has done so many great things and I can't wait for her to tell you all about them. Let's jump into the episode. Hey sister, welcome to the War on Weight. Do you want to find some motivation to finally lose your extra pounds? Do you want to feel great in your favorite pair of jeans? Do you want some weight loss that's actually sustainable? Have you given up that any program will ever work for you? Well, I'm Keitha and I'm your new best friend. I've spent a lifetime on the losing side of the battle 
I felt frustrated, exhausted, self-conscious, and despite any success I had in life, I felt like a failure, but I finally won the war. How did I do it, you ask? I discovered how to implement simple, healthy habits, how to completely revamp my mindset, and embrace some things that were causing me to turn to food over and over again. Lastly, I discovered how to make nutrition really super simple. And after just a few short months of fueling my body properly, I dropped more than 50 pounds and I'm maintaining it by practicing all the healthy habits you're gonna learn on this podcast. So if you're tired of feeling like a prisoner in your own body, you're buying clothes to hide your body, not celebrate it, you're done having your weight affect all your relationships with others and more importantly, with yourself. You no longer wanna eat your feelings and then beat yourself up about it, then this is the podcast for you. Let's armor up, sister, and fight this war on weight together. Kate, how are you today? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. Do you think the world would look like if it was just 1% happier? Tell me all the happiness science. It's really so fascinating, right? Happiness can be so many different things. And I think that's what's so interesting, right? Uh, Right now on my podcast, Everyday Happiness, I'm actually asking people what happiness means to them or how do they define happiness? Because it's just different for everyone. If there's a couple billion people in the world, we all have a different way to describe it. But what I found was happiness is really the joy that we feel when we're striving for our potential. And I love that so much because I love um, ambition, right? I love striving for my potential. It does make me happy and fulfilled and all the things. And we can go through all of that. And then I think sometimes, what if we were 1% kinder? Like, what if that was the action? Because sometimes I think if we're 1% happier, well, what does that even mean, right? Like, mm-hmm. it feels so, I don't know, feels like such a big thing. But we can all find a way, we can think of the action to be 1% kinder. And like what that could do, it's such a ripple effect, right? Absolutely. When we talk about kindness and we talk about happiness, you've created an entire corporation around everyday happiness. So tell us a little bit about your business and how, why you decided to start it. Did it start because you were trying to spread happiness or create kindness in the world? Why did, how did you go with everyday happiness and, and what does it entail every day? Yeah, well, this is, this is going to get real. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, it's, it's not the sunshine and rainbows that you might expect, but you know, I was a trial lawyer for a long time um, in Washington, D.C., where I live. I had some kids, stayed at home with them, all the things. Then we all suffered what I would consider a collective trauma when the global pandemic hit and we didn't know what was going on. So we're looking at March 2020. We're all told not to go to school, not to go to work, to stay in our houses. There's this a disease. We didn't know if it was airborne at this point. We thought it was on our food from the grocery store, right? We had all of this fear. And what I found myself doing was scrolling social media in like the doom scroll all day and waiting for the press conference from the president or from infectious disease doctors or whatever, and waiting for those press conferences to hear something. It became debilitating for months. That's all I did was like read scientific journals and epidemiology reports on things that nobody even knew how to describe yet because we're in such the early stages and it felt very scary. And I think the unknown for me triggered a lot of anxiety. I'm being really real with you. Like 
I, I'm a glasses half full. I always have been. It's always glitter, sunshine, and rainbows in my world. It just like, that's just how I show up. We can talk about how that happens, but, but I was in this like despair and it triggered a lot of anxiety because I was just had no control. And one of the, my core values is order. When things are in order, I feel aligned. So whether that's the dishes in the sink or my calendar or my to-do list, whatever that is, order is very, is that I know that for me, it's a, one of my core values because it helps me be the person I want to be. Now, I love to like, if you ever watch football, love to call an audible, I'm happy to go pivot, but I need to have had that path and that boundaries, right? This margin that we can all have. So I wasn't finding that the first few months of the pandemic. So off topic, like just the story is going wild. No, but this is perfect. It has a point it, because it, I feel like we're not alone, right? Did, did you ever have those feelings like during the pandemic? Like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I moved to Nebraska and I left my family in Virginia. Virginia didn't feel that far for me until the pandemic hit. And then it was really far because before it was a $2.99 plane ticket anytime I wanted to go. And I had the resources to do that and made sure that I set myself up to know that anytime I wanted to pack up and go, I could go. Any moment I needed to go see one of my kiddos' face or hug my mama's neck, I could. When the pandemic hit, all that stopped. My world came crashing down just like everybody else's. And even my guest last week, Yana in Scotland, that is how she started her business is during the pandemic because she is a psychologist and she saw the mental things and the challenges that were going on all around her. And she came up with a solution that where she felt like she could still help people. So no, this is perfectly right on target. This is not random. It's okay, really good. not. Okay. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. And um, I, I just, I knew I wasn't alone. You know, the first four months of the pandemic when I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I have to do something different for myself. This is not the way that I want to live. So what I did was I just dove into happiness science and I found podcasts and resources and journal articles and thought leaders. And I just consumed so much content. One of the things I love to do is consume a lot of content and then curate it out in bite-sized pieces. I just think that's so much fun. It lights my hair on fire. And so I started sharing it with my girlfriends. We'd all get on Zoom. We do coffee chats like we do in our community on Wednesday mornings or Wednesday afternoons. Um, we were doing them more regularly, like we're doing them two, three times a week. I was doing happy hours with my friends on Zoom and with you and all these other people. And I was just telling them what I was learning. Like we can change. We as humans, we have the ability to change the neurons in our brain. I don't know how it all works. I'm telling you it's magic. And I kept telling people this. And one of my girlfriends, Jenna Edwards, she said to me, I think you should start a podcast. I'm like a podcast on what? She's like, all the things you keep telling us, but make it really short. And she had a friend that um, was doing these Amazon Alexa flash briefings. So they had an agreement with Amazon where if it's under like two or three minutes, you can do a flash briefing and just say, hey, Alexa, play Everyday Happiness or hey, Alexa, play the, my flash briefings. And it'll go through all your flash briefings, whether it's the weather, whatever you want. And I was like, oh, that would be so cool. I could do that. Mostly because I was still sitting around in my yoga pants and my hair in a ponytail. And I didn't want to have to do Facebook live where I felt like I had to get glam. Right. I just, I was like, this is great. Three minutes, no glam. I'm in. And I was like, I can do this. And that's how it started. I had a friend who made me a little image for my podcast, uh, from something like an old photo from something else I had done. 
And I was like, I've got so much science. I just started talking about it because what I think is so interesting about how happiness science works and how it, look, we can all do like sunshine and rainbows and like all the woo woo, but unless we have proof, like for me, I wanted proof. I wanted to know that like, this is actually true. Like there's been studies like double blind, whatever, like I wanted proof. And so what the scientists and the experts will say, which is really all the magic is that happiness is about 50% your genetics. And that's so interesting because your genetics, like obviously like your DNA, but also synthetic happiness. So you can, you know, it's this glasses half full idea. It's the silver lining of things, right? Like it's all about how you think about things. Yeah. Which is fascinating. So they say 50% is genetic. 25% is circumstantial. Like what's happening to you that you cannot control a hurricane, right? Or, uh, a pandemic, a, a pandemic, a death in the family, like things you just can't control, right? Like whatever. But then the best part is there's about, about 25% of how we feel is within our control scientifically. And that is the part that I like zeroed in on. How do we change and what do we do? And how does that work? That's what I wanted to know. See, okay. I just having a light bulb moment right now because so many coaches out there, so many models out there that they talk about how that your thoughts can change everything. And, you know, and sometimes that feels undoable, like unimaginable. I I can't change everything about my life with a thought. Right. I can try really hard at it and I can make the very best thoughts and, you know, and can look at my circumstances and I can control my feelings. But what you're saying is that 25% of it, I can truly control with my thoughts and in my own brain. That feels logical. That feels doable. That feels like realistic. This is good. Yeah. I'm not, I've not even heard you talk say this before. How have I not heard you say this? Because because it's because there are things that you can't control. Of course, and it's so stupid. Like friends, if somebody is like, "Oh, you had a really bad day. This bad thing happened." But if you just think about puppies, you're going to be happier. They're lying to you. That's not how this happened. That's not how this it works. It's not. No, and you can. Stupid. You we can, know better than that. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely control how you feel about what's going on. Of course. And you can always find the best in every situation. But sometimes there's just something going on that you can't control that are really going to cause some negative emotions and thoughts. And that's okay. Yeah. I get asked all the time, like, are you always happy? Like, how does that work? And I'm like, just imagine for a second, (laughs) if I had no other emotions except happy. Let me tell you something that is a hundred percent wrong. Like I have lots of emotions, annoyance. I get, I'm like, I don't know. I get annoyed a lot (laughs) by things. I don't know. It could be the technology. It could be, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like individuals, like annoying is like a, a feeling I have, but you know, there's highs, there's lows, there's good, there's bad, there's joy, there's bliss. There's, I mean, look, there's tons of feelings. We can be mad, angry, sad, disappointed. Absolutely. I was just telling uh, Keith that before we started, I was having these feelings of like being out of alignment with some like feelings. And it wasn't that I'm not happy. You can be happy and still have other feelings. Like it's not always like one or nothing, right? No. It goes back to like we talked about your core values. You weren't aligned 
something in what was going on in that situation does not align with your core values. And when we we know that when we don't live in alignment, we're going to feel in turmoil. We're going to feel lots of feelings that are going to cause some disruption in our spirit, so to speak. Like just not, it's just not settling well. And then when we try to force it, that's when we create ourselves into some really unhealthy feelings. I think there's a difference between healthy feelings and unhealthy feelings. Yeah. You got to walk through some negative feelings sometimes and you got to own that and walk through that. But also um, there's just, I don't know. It's just so interesting, right? There's this idea that it's almost our responsibility to find happiness wherever we can. And that doesn't decrease our compassion for what's happening in the world around us. Right. Right. So we get to give ourselves permission. I hate the word permission sometimes. I'm like, you don't need my permission, friends. You can do whatever the heck you want. But But sometimes we have to give ourselves permission. Yeah. So I give you, you know, you can give ourselves permission to be happy, to find happiness, to search for that, even when it feels like the world is a dumpster fire. Yeah. You know, or something's going on. But, you know, going back to our brains, there's this um, author and thought leader on happiness. His name is Sean Acor. And he says that 90% of long-term happiness is within how our brains process the world around us. And 10% is external, like circumstantial. Mm. You know, so different thought leaders have a little bit different ideas. It it doesn't um, negate the first statistic that I gave you about 50% 50% genetic, 25% circumstantial, 25% in your control. It's a sub part of that, which is like the more mm-hmm. thought, like thought generating part, which is how our brains process the world around us. And the thing is, is that, you know, you just mentioned this, like, you know, emotions and stuff. And sometimes I think you can almost have like toxic happiness, this idea that like, I'm going to do all these things to be happy, but you don't actually believe it. And so you're mm-hmm. really not, but you're like doing right. these things. Like, I call it the happiness soup and I'm actually just getting ready in January of 2023. I'm writing a blog. I'm writing it right now. It's not done. Um, I'm going to post a blog post about happiness soup and how you have to make it your own because I always think, so I'm from Minnesota and my husband's from Mississippi and like both mothers would make chicken noodle soup differently. Some would add rice, some would add noodles, right? Some would add peas, some would add corn, whatever. And you just have to create your own happiness soup and only you know what that is. So if a gratitude journal doesn't work for you, then don't freaking do a gratitude journal. Right. Like do it some other way. Doing it because you think it's going to make you happy, but really you're miserable and it's just not working. It's just a task. Yeah. Nobody wants that crap. Nobody's got time for that. Well, Katie, I am so (laughs) grateful for you because when, and I know my listeners are listening going, aren't we so glad that Katie is the curator because you are so incredibly intelligent. And so you can take in all of this science and all of this content and then turn it into your one minute podcast and your five minute blog. That's that's go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much happiness. Um, okay. So my website is really simple. It's my name, Katie Jeffcoat. So it's Katie, just the way you would expect, K-A-T-I-E. My last name, Jeffcoat, J-E. F-C-O-A-T. So it's katiejeffcoat.com. Uh, you can find all the links to pod, the podcast, Everyday Happiness, Finding Harmony and Bliss, everywhere you listen to podcasts or on your Amazon, Echo Dot and all the places. Um, I have a ton of resources and blogs that I just really, really like, they light my hair on fire. So uh, go check them out. They're all free. You can do any and all of them. 
however it serves you. And then I have kindness cards because I truly believe and our team truly believes that kindness is contagious and that when we show up, the ripple effect, you just can't help it. So there are postcards and some greeting cards. We're working on more for 2023, all the magic, uh, but they're, they're postcards and they're kindness cards and they're really fun sayings, you know, from just because to remember your awesomeness, to the world is better with you in it. And, you know, there's just such a fun way to deliver kindness in the mailbox, which so much of a lost art and it just, the ripple effect is just crazy when you actually handwrite something and put it in the mail. There you have it. That's the end of part one of the episode with Katie. I want you to join me on my next episode when you're going to hear about her trademarked action of intentional margins. Well, this is the action and the steps that it takes for women to reduce their randomness and create some harmony between their to-dos and their priorities and to intentionally enjoy the meaningful parts of their lives without feeling guilty. You're going to love the next episode just as much as you love this one. And we're going to hear more from Katie in the next episode. Sister, could you relate? Did you feel that woman inside of you just trying to break free? If so, then we need to be friends. Head on over to the Facebook and send me a friend request. I'll actually accept it. You'll get my daily healthy eating recipes and see all the fun I have living a larger life in my smaller body. And you may even get a laugh or two over me and my 50 plus chickens. I proudly claim the crazy chicken lady title. Plus, you might get some guarding tips on growing your own healthy meals. You'll quickly fall in love with my chocolate lab Brady and one of my mini cats. You'll also see that I am a lipstick-loving, coffee-drinking mom, wife, and Jesus freak. Can't wait to see you over on Facebook. And more importantly, I really want to hear your thoughts on the show. I want to see your written reviews. Take 60 seconds and leave me a written review and then screenshot it and go on Instagram and tag me so I can give you a proper thank you for your review. If you're already thinking I might be the coach from you, you can go ahead and schedule a free appointment with me at coachkeitha.com. And how you spell Keitha is K-E-A-T-H-A, coachkeitha.com. You can find all my social links in the show notes as well as my website link. Thanks again for listening to my show. I'll see you on the battlefield. Until next time.